friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope you all are having an absolutely fantastic, blessed day today. As always, you're staying safe and strong and healthy. Continue to keep the truth flowing, my friends. I appreciate you all. I've been getting a lot of emails, been responding to as many as I can, a lot of them this morning. And I appreciate the encouragement. I got a lot of really positive emails, actually two ones that were actually really nice. And I appreciate that. Sometimes it's nice to get an encouraging email instead of flack or blowback on certain topics. But again, that's the nature of the game. And that's why we keep doing this to get the truth out there and encourage all of you to do the same. And if you need anything, you know where to get a hold of us, healthmasters.com. That sponsors the show, our company providing you with the highest quality supplements in the world. We have the chat box online if you need to get a hold of us, or you can email us, or you can call us. And be sure to check out the product of the week, the Super Strong Ultra Omega Fish Oil with the patented certified Maximal DHA. Really great formula for brain functioning, really important for pregnant women. This is one of the primary omega-3s we recommend for pregnant women. And it really helps out with brain development in the child, especially in the third trimester. So be sure to check that out on the website at healthmasters.com. And one thing that I saw, you know, yesterday, a couple days ago, I told you guys that the New York Times had to issue an entire retraction because what they were talking about in the alleged Israel invasion is that they were having these massive, like, rape squads from Hamas. And now the New York Times had to come in and retract all of that because there was zero evidence and zero back backing to prove any of that. Well, now dad brought it up yesterday about bumbling buffoon Biden getting on national television and talking about how he saw, he saw photos of beheaded children in Israel. And now the white house has had to do a full blown retraction. U S officials have said they have not seen any pictures or confirmed any reports independently. The president bases comments about the alleged atrocities on the claims from Netanyahu spokesperson who also could not confirm any photos. So the White House is now having to issue retractions because of the lies and propaganda that are just so blatant, as we've seen repeatedly, and we've talked about it in detail, so I'm not going to get into it and very much. But one thing that I've noticed, and I've told you guys this, and I'm repeating myself as I already know that, over the years what we've watched, especially with COVID being one of the prime examples, is that when you see – these situations come about and every single mainstream media outlet parrots the exact same thing with zero, I should say, zero credible research, any evidence whatsoever. You got to ask yourself the question, what is the agenda? And one thing that's interesting about it, Spike Cohen put out a tweet this morning and I follow some of his stuff. He's interesting. He's got some, he's very libertarian. He said, listen, our government has been caught lying about pretty much every single crisis that has happened in the past hundred years. This is Spike Cohen saying, this is Libertarian Party. He said, and no real change has ever been made to ensure they don't lie again. None of the people responsible for the lies are ever truly held accountable, and the agencies and departments responsible for those lies get more funding, more personnel, and more power than ever before. If you think they're lying now, you're a terrorist-supporting conspiracy theorist. Basically, Exactly what we talked about before. Now, it's interesting because Spike Cohen's Jewish, and he's very prominent as far as on his stance on it, and he blatantly has said – I mean this guy is full Jewish. He has come out now and said everything we're being told about what's going on over there and what happened is a lie, and if you question it, you're a terrorist-supporting conspiracy theorist. 
in, in saying that in a sarcastic manner, the same way I said yesterday, if you don't support the COVID theory, you're a grandma killing neo-Nazi. If you do not support every single thing that they regurgitate and tell you on the television every single day. And so these are the things that everybody really needs to get and understand because there's more reports coming out now about how Egypt blatantly sent memos and documentation to Israel days before all this happened, telling them they knew what was about to happen, get ready for it, and it was completely and totally ignored. Obviously, we see that now. Also, too, in other news, this is interesting here in the home front. 8,700 workers walked out of the Ford Kentucky plant uh, Wednesday evening. This is the major plant for the Power Strokes, the F-Series F-150 pickup trucks. This is the one in Kentucky. They walked out. This is a serious issue for vehicle manufacturing. And what's interesting about this is I was just notified this morning by my dealers. I ordered a F-Series pickup truck 13 months ago. Still not here, and it's been in Jacksonville for the last three weeks. This is me personally, and they now notified me this morning and told me that Ford put a basically a stop on the truck, and they said that essentially the stop that they put on it is a stop ship because it's requiring a possible parts replacement, and now they're basically getting with Ford to figure out what part needs to be replaced so now they can fix it in transit. What's interesting about this is – if anybody's noticed, and I'm just going to throw this out there. If you noticed you're not seeing this problem with Volkswagen or Porsche or Audi or any of these other manufacturers, they may be delayed. They may have vehicles that are lower production count now, but we're not seeing tens of thousands of recalls of vehicles that are out on the market and trucks breaking down with a thousand miles on them going into full-blown lit mode, which we're seeing all over the country right now. I've got reports from people all over the country with brand new trucks, even not even brand new couple of year old trucks, all these trucks just going and failing. DPF system, which is the primary catalyst to this on the diesel pickup trucks, the diesel particulate filter, which is probably one of the stupidest, most asinine things we've ever been forced to be a part of in the automotive industry. One of the most ridiculous fuel burning concepts that's ever occurred cuts the fuel mileage of a diesel pickup truck in half while massively raising the EGTs, which is the exhaust gas temperature on the turbos and the manifolds, and causes all types of motor problems over 100,000 miles and sometimes just 1,000 miles. They're going in and intentionally shorting the diesel and gas pickup truck market because they want to force people into the electric world. They're doing it right in front of us. The F-150 Lightning is the number one recalled vehicle in the entire country because it's got so many problems with it, yet they're telling everybody you need to buy one, and we're putting discounts on them and rebates on them, and everybody needs to buy an EV truck. Every single YouTube video that has done reviews on the GMC Hummer that's electric, on the Tesla vehicles, on the F-150 Lightning and other electric vehicles, all have said – they have lied about their range, and they do not do what they say they're going to do. It's because they do not want anybody being able to travel any significant distance freely unmolested on your way. And now we're watching this happen with the automotive sector with these massive, massive strikes. Now, I get some of these guys as far as in the, in the automotive community. And they're basically in the union. Some of these guys just – damn, they work the heck out of them, and this is kind of what the unions put together for. But at the other time – this is going in and playing into exactly what 
the World Economic Forum and the globalist boys are wanting to have happen. And so just something to be aware of and understand that if you're buying trucks or you're waiting on trucks, they're probably about to get a lot more expensive and a lot harder to get again intentionally because this is what they're trying to do to the market to price people out of the market to try to force them to go into the ev world which we already know now is going to be heavily taxed i talked about that last week over with um with oregon with michigan with utah they're all putting in these bills now to start having trackers on ev vehicles to tax you on your mileage so lest everybody thought you were going to save money and do all these fancy things with your electric vehicle and save all this cash yeah they're never letting that happen. They just want to control and manipulate more and more and more. What do you think, Dad, on this with as far as this Ford uh, strike again? Well, we have to go back again. And I'm going to tie it all back. You, know, you guys are always wondering how I tie these segues back to the international banking community. Here's how we're going to do it. Number one, they don't like Ford, period. Uh, Henry Ford, and I'm just going to give you some history now, wrote a whole bunch of booklets out of Dearborn about the international Jew. Yep. Let you know that. Okay, I'm just, just you, you, I'm not I'm not being anti-Semitic here. I'm just telling you what he did, and they absolutely loathe him. And then he received an award, the top award from Hitler, as far as you know, from a industrial standpoint. He's, you know, this is Henry Ford, the founder of Ford Motor Company, and this is the same thing that happened in 1812. The you know the the Rothschild banking cartel swore blood vengeance against Russia because Russia helped pay off the monarchies in Europe to prevent the Rothschild banking cartel from going in and putting in a central bank to control the countries to Kabbalah money magic. Okay. So they got unbelievably angry, and they swore blood vengeance against the family of the czar to wipe out his DNA. And then, of course, in the early 1900s of the Russian Revolution, they came in the machine gunned them and bayoneted him to death, and that started the Russian Revolution. They, they killed Tsar Nicholas. They hate Henry Ford. They have always hated Henry Ford because 100 years ago, he called out the international banking community for what they were doing and how they were enslaving the population. You guys can still read this stuff online if you want to read it. And I'm not talking about some secondary or third person or whatever at Ford Motor Company. I'm talking about the founder of Ford Motor Company. And now, of course, Ford Motor Company has been you know, bought up by BlackRock, State Street, and Vanguard, and they're pretty much owned now by not the Ford family but by the Luciferian Synagogue of Satan who still hates Ford. They hate the name Ford. And they're going to do everything they can to destroy Ford. Just mentioning that to you now. Now, whether they completely destroy it or not, I don't know. But they're, when, they, when they do these blood vengeance things, they don't care if it's a year or five years or 10 years or 100 years. They're planning on wiping stuff out. Now, you just do your own research on that and tell me if I'm telling you the truth again. Just do your own thing. But that's number one. Number two, they're making these trucks as problematic as they possibly can that are diesel because of all the pollution control environmental stuff they put on them to make them not as desirable in the mainstream you know in the into the work into the workplace because when you have a vehicle that cannot run because it's always broken down you know i know i've got a friend of mine who bought a brand new silverado diesel i mean didn't have a thousand miles on it in the shop dpf problems they don't know what to do with it they can't get the parts they can't fix it that's that's number one number two we've got a situation where they're wanting us to push everything to electric vehicles, though the, the range of the electric vehicles aren't okay. And it's going to go back to like it was in the Hunger Games. We're going to have a massive reduction of goods and services produced in the United States, and we're going to have a massive production of freedom of travel. And I believe they're going to probably go back to the rail system, which they've kept intact for who knows what reason for, you know, for 100 years, in order to push the goods and services on the rail trucks. And many of these vehicles are still being developed, you know, developed and, you know, and pushed through the rail system. They don't want you to go freely and unmolested on your way because you're an animal. 
Now, just, that's what they believe. And I don't believe that. I believe you're a child of the most high God, but that's what they believe. They believe that you're a goyim, an animal, a cow, a pig, whatever you want to call yourself. Uh, they don't believe that. They believe that you're just an animal, a low life that has no soul that they created with their Kabbalist, Luciferian, synagogue of Satan worship. That's what they believe. Now you think, well, that sounds really harsh. Look it up. You know, I, I read you the article just the other day where this Kabbalist, Luciferian, temple guy who wants to rebuild the third temple over in Israel says that we should not be worshiping one Jew. We should be worshiping all Jews because they are being basically, you know, exterminated, crucified, uh, you know, sacrificed. What do you want to call it? He didn't say crucified, but sacrificed for the, you know, for the world because of what's happening in Palestine. And again, I was on with Jeff Reds last night and I covered this stuff in detail. And I got pretty heaped up on that show because I took a purple stick last night with our new ones, one of our new formulations. You guys are going to love them. Uh, we went ahead and given them the approval. Now we're sending them to production. Boy, was I geeked up last night. It was crazy. But the reality is, is that it's one of those things that we have a situation now where this synagogue of Satan has become so powerful, it's pretty much planet Rothschild. I remember years ago, I did a YouTube video with a friend of mine, and we called it planet Rothschild. And I went through the entire, you know, what's going on with the Rothschild banking cartels, and it had over a million views in three days. It went completely viral. Planet Rothschild, boom, YouTube pulled it down, deleted it. And the person that I did it with apparently is no longer involved in, you know, promoting alternative news. So there was no way to salvage the show or I would post it on our website. But that was several years ago. But the point is this. When you start putting the finger directly on who's doing this like we do on this show, when you tell the world that we're being controlled by an ancient Canaanite religion, the sacrifice of children, that basically – the people that are involved in it consider themselves to be the benign Dean Nephilim, the sons of the fallen. You are at that point shining a bright floodlight on a whole bunch of roaches running around in the kitchen in the middle of the night. And they all scramble. They don't want you to tell the truth. And, you know, it was so funny. Um, last night I was talking to a friend of mine, Mike, and uh, it was it was interesting. He was talking about how we're going to have jihadists coming into the United States now, and they're going to basically have groups and cells, and they're going to be attacking us and all this other kind of stuff. And I, my response to him was, that's nonsense. They say, well, today's going to be the day. I said, no, it's not. If there's going to be a day they're going to do that, they're not going to tell you. They're not going to tell me. They're not going to tell anybody. You know, the, the vast majority of the population did not know about 9-11, though a lot of the people from the trade towers were told not to come to work that day. Oh, yeah, I just thought I'd mention that. And all the shorting of the American Airlines stocks, remember all that? A lot of inform inside information was put out to the people that they wanted to have the information put to, but they're not going to do it in a global scale because they're not going to do that because they want to have as maximum. If everybody's prepared for this, they're not going to have a maximum effect on it anymore. If everybody had been told that January 6th protesters would be arrested and put in jail for years to come and put in jail for up to 20 years because they entered a Capitol building, uh, nobody probably would have gone to January the 6th. They said, yeah, I think we're going to avoid this. You know, I was forewarned by my friend Jeff Rents and by the Holy Spirit, I'll add that to it. In fact, my Holy Spirit told me to start with not to do that. And, and then we decided not to go because I knew something was wrong. And I'm going to stop for one second. And I'm going to say something to you guys. The Holy Spirit loves you. you know, he's part of the triune Godhead. He, it, you know, Jesus loves you, and so does the Most High God, God the Father. And they're all one God together. It's like taking a cup of coffee and putting coffee in it and cream and sugar and stirring it up. It becomes one one homogenous mixture. And what's interesting about that is if you take a look at what God's done and how he's done all of this stuff, he will lead you by his Holy Spirit if you're infused and filled by God through the sanctity of Jesus Christ because of his sacrifice and when you accept him as your Lord and Savior. And he'll start to lead you and guide you as far as certain things that you should and shouldn't do. Now, I'm going to stop for one second and go a little bit more into detail with this. There's an energy field that permeates for each individual person. A lot of this is from the HeartMath Institute. 
and it goes out anywhere from 15 to 30 feet. And I remember years ago, uh, you know, Sharon had gone to see this physical therapist in Ocala, and there was something wrong with the guy. Didn't like him. Didn't feel right about Sharon being there. This was years ago. And uh, I remember I was in the treatment room. The treatment room was like 20 by 20, and I'm sitting in the treatment room. And uh, he says to me, he goes, I can't work on your wife because your energy field is too strong. Now, you guys are saying, what? Yeah, that's what he said. And I looked at him. I said, well, that's the Holy Spirit. And I looked at Sharon and I said, I don't feel comfortable with you being in here with this guy. And she said, well, I, I, if the guy says you're, you're interfering with him, I need you to step out, Ted. And I, and I said, I don't want to do that, but I'll do that because you're requesting me to. And I did. And, the, and of course, the treatment went absolutely horrible, but I won't go into any more detail about that. But the point is this. There's an energy field that permeates around us and naturally, you know, without the Holy Spirit. But when you get infused with the Holy Spirit and you basically become synergistic with God, and you basically have the ability now to feel the things that God feels. And he gives you like a millionth of his, what probably a billionth of what he's able to do as far as that, as far as understanding what's going on. And then when you walk up to somebody and your energy fields repulse each other, it's like taking a magnet and putting two north sides together, how they push apart. Remember you did that when you were in elementary school. And you're like, what the heck? They're pushing apart. You can't, they don't stay together. They push apart. And when you walk up to somebody who's got a bad energy field, and they push apart from you, you go, something's wrong with this person. Something's not right. Well, that's the Holy Spirit telling you that the energy fields are not compatible. They're not synchronistic. And there's a problem with that individual. They're either involved in something very, very dark, or they've got some serious issues as far as from a mental standpoint. And of course, the list goes on and on and on. So here's what I've learned is you're, when you're reading stories and you're asking the Holy Spirit to guide you or to lead you, help them to tell you what's real and not real. The other day, I was at a dealership, and the, one of the people at the dealership said, well, have you heard they, they, behave, they beheaded 50 babies? And I'm like, that's not true. Immediately, I knew it was not true. And I said to the person at the dealership, I said, I'm as totally convinced as I was three years ago when I warned everybody here not to take the COVID shot that this is a lie. And I said, this is all a lie. It's all obfuscation. And now, of course, the White House has come out, and the, you know, the New York Times or whoever put that thing out there has come out and had, had come out and issued a release. But the reality is – the vast majority of the people won't read the, the retraction or read the release. They'll continue to promote that lie as long as they're alive because they want to believe the lie. Remember, Jesus said light has come into the world, but the world has preferred the darkness. And see, and this is the problem that you run into when the mainstream media is so corrupt and it's so basically, how should I say, contaminated. And, 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 you, and, and they put out all of this trash all the time that can't be retracted because – People don't want to hear the retraction because they'd rather believe the lie because, again, like Jesus said, light is coming to the world, but the world prefers the darkness. A lot of people only want to hear bad news. And that's why I say to you guys, when you read certain articles, ask the Holy Spirit, Lord, do you think this is accurate? Can you tell me if you're that? And, and, many, and many times he'll show me that something's completely false. And he'll show you that something's completely false, too, if you ask him to help you with it. And he'll show you that there are certain people that you don't need to hang out with. If you feel as though that you talk to somebody and they're a problem to start with, it's easier to step away and cut bait before you get to know the person and get involved in their issues. And a lot of people, it's like they've got a, they've got a, they've got a cloud over their head, and it's just it's it's pouring sickness and disease and tra travail and tribulation and just all kinds of junk on them all of the time with this rain cloud that hangs over their head. So you got to ask yourself a question: Do you want to step into the rain cloud with them? That's the question, isn't it? It's like they're a little mini tornado, 
and they're running around everywhere. And do you really want to get caught into their debris field? Is that something you want to do? And that's the problem with alt media. A lot of people at alt media are going out and saying, hey, you know, this is right. Hey, this is wrong. And you go back and you find out that they're CIA sponsored, that they don't they're not shadow banned anymore. They've got a huge media presence because the shadow ban has been lifted off of them or they've been they're basically being blackmailed by the CIA or one of the government alphabet agencies because they've done something or they're being accused of doing something and they don't want to get into a lawsuit. I've seen all of this. OK, I can give you names, dates, places, but I'm not going to do that. Because I don't get involved in all that. I'm just saying to you that if you're believing the mainstream media right now, which is completely and totally owned and controlled, 95% of it, by the international banking cartels who are putting, like Austin said, scripts out to all of these organizations to read on the mainstream news, you're deceiving yourself. And you're not being led by the Holy Spirit. You're being led by this Kabbalist, Luciferian, hypnotic trance they put the entire planet in. Same thing they did in Genesis 6. Last night I was talking to Jeff, and he says they're tying us into an AI system now, but they won't be able to control AI. That's because AI is Lucifer. It's an interdimensional interface into another dimension with an unknown entity. I mean, why would you possibly want to be tied into that? Because it's just going to be evil all the time, as it was in Genesis 6. And this is the problem with the COVID shot. I mean, we've got all of this stuff happening now, and, and people don't realize that the COVID shot is really, really bad news, as is and as are all basically vaccines. Let me, let me give you an example here. You know, let's look at some of the ingredients in vaccines. You know, formaldehyde, tween 80, mercury, aluminum, phenoxethanol, potassium phosphate, sodium phosphate. Okay, well, that's the list. But all of this stuff is used in fertilizers and pesticides. It can, be, it can stop the heart. You can use it to preserve a dead body. You know, why would you put that stuff in your body? And why would you give it to your children? I mean, formaldehyde is a highly toxic systemic poison and carcinogen that's used to basically preserve and pickle dead bodies. Beta propion lactone is a toxic chemical and carcinogen. It may cause death and permanent injury after a very short exposure to small quantities. It's a very corrosive chemical. It's in vaccines. Hexadecyl methylene ammonia bromide may cause damage to the heart cardiovascular system and central nervous system and may cause reproductive effects and birth defects aluminum hydroxide aluminum phosphate aluminum salts these are all neurotoxins they carry the risk for long-term brain inflammation swelling neurological disorders autoimmune disease alzheimer's dementia and autism it penetrates the brain where it goes right through the blood-brain barrier where it can sit in there for years upon years that's why we developed magnesium theonate to pay the, the, our magnesium brain food, to help get this stuff back out of your brain because they also spray it on you with the doggone chemtrails. You got thimerosal. It's still in the flu shots. It's, it's a neurotoxin. It's mercury. It induces cellular damage, reduces oxidation reduction activity, which decreases the ability of the brain to think and to basically create energy and also causes massive brain fog and neurological damage and IQ drops. causes cellular degeneration and cellular death. It's been linked to neurological disorders like Alzheimer's, dementia, and autism, polysorbate 80 and 20. The trespasses, again, it goes into the blood-brain barrier and carries with aluminum, thimerosal, and viruses allowing it to enter the brain. Glutarol aldehyde, toxic chemical used as a disinfectant for heart-sensitive medical, for heat-sensitive medical equipment. Fetal bovine serum, harvested from bovine cow fetuses taken from pregnant cows before slaughter. Human dibloid fibrous cells are from aborted fetal cells. And again, this is another DNA we're putting into our body that can interact with our own. And this, let's not forget about the Afri African green monkey kidney cells that are put in vaccines. 
They can carry the SV40 cancer-causing virus and have already tainted about 30 million Americans back in the 60s when we were all forced to take the polio and stuff that they did to us. Then you got acetone that caused kidney damage, liver, nerve damage, E. coli. Yep, you read that one right. A DNA from porcine pigs. You putting pork DNA, pork DNA in into you. And human embryonic lung cell culture from aborted fetuses. You can look at all – and I'm going to send the link to you guys. You can look at it all on the CDC's website. This is all in the vaccines. So you say, what the heck, man? Well, yeah, and why do you think we have said for years and years and years, don't vaccinate your children? Don't put this trash into their bodies and let them basically get poisoned by this. It's really, really important. You know, it's interesting. Remember what James Paul Warburg, whose family co-founded the Federal Reserve, said while speaking before the United States Senate on February the 17th, 1950. We shall have a world government, whether or not we like it. The only question is whether the world government will be achieved by conquest or consent. That's a quote from Paul James Warburg from you know almost 70 years ago. James Warburg, he was you know born James Paul Warburg, August the 19th. You know, he was basically, uh, you know, uh, August the 18th, 1896, the free city of Hamburg, present day Germany. He died in 1969, age 72. And basically his alma mater was Harvard. He was a banker and a writer. And basically he was just another guy who was one of these flunkies for the Rothschild banking cartel. He was on to say, and they go on to say, the shareholders of the banks who own the stock of the Federal Reserve Bank of New York are the people who have controlled our political and economic destiny since 1914. They are the Rothschild, the Ferreris. The Israel Seraph, Kuhn Lieb, Warburg Company, Lehman Brothers, Goldman Sachs, the Rockefeller family, and the J.P. Morgan interests are all getting Rothschild. Ustis Mellons in his book, The Secrets of the Federal Reserve, Ustis Morgan Mullins. Here are the card-carrying shareholders in the Federal Reserve Corporation, in case you guys want to know, the Rothschild Banks of London and Berlin, the Lazard Brothers Banks of Paris, Israel Moses Seif Banks of Italy, the Warburg Bank of Hamburg, Amsterdam, Lehman Brothers Bank of New York. These are all Rothschild Bank controlled, by the way. Kuhn Lee Bank of New York, Chase Manhattan Bank of New York, Goldman Sachs Bank of New York. It's an article from the Miles Franklin Newsletter. While wars and revolutions have been useful to international bankers in gaining increasing control over governments, the key to such control has always been control of money. You can control a government if you have in, in your debt. A creditor is in your position to demand the privileges of monopoly from the sovereign Money-seeking governments have granted monopolies in state banking and natural resources and oil concessions and transportation. However, the monopoly, which is international finance's most coveted control of our nation's money, this is Gary, Gary Allen in his book that everyone should read, None Dare Call It a Conspiracy. And, and this, this, I could go on and on and on with this. And these are the quotes of the people who are basically telling the truth of who these people are and what they do. And you can go ahead and, 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 and read this if you'd like, and you need to realize it, that this is exactly what's happening to the United States right now. And I tell you guys this, and yet everybody wants to walk away from this and say, it's the Chinese. It's not the Chinese. The Chinese are controlled by these same guys with the central bank in China. You know, they did it to us with Russia all the time. It's the Russians. They're bad people. And Austin and I and Sharon went to Russia. We went to St. Petersburg. We traveled all over over there. And we met the people in Russia. And they were just like Americans, except they were unbelievably poor and incredibly nice. And the people now, of course, at the border, the troops, they were mean. They were harsh, okay, because they've been told the lies about the Americans. But nobody wants to kill each other. Well, wait a minute. I mean, that's the truth. I mean, if you're going to kill somebody, you want them to pull a gun out and kill you too. You both die. What was the point of all that? I mean, it's ridiculous. And this is what we have right now in the world. The Jews hate the Arabs. I'm going to talk about something I talked about last night on Jeff's show. The Jews hate the Arabs. The Arabs have not submitted to Zionism because they don't buy it. They don't have a Schofield reference Bible. And so when a Jew shoots an Arab, the Arab shoots the Jew. 
Okay, you know when an Arab comes into Israel, which I'm sure there were some Arabs involved in all that. Now there's genocide in Palestine. They want to you know wipe out two million people. Apparently, you know that Benjamin Netanyahu said he's pulling the gloves off his troops and basically let them do whatever they want to do. I mean, we're the rules of engagement. We're the rules of war. We're the rules of not killing women and children. Those are out the window now, and all of this stuff. So you have a few hundred perhaps Palestinians that have gone into this with Hamas that were dragged into it through false flag or whatever, and now so they've had a few hundred people in there, and we have Israelis that were killed, and I feel bad for them. And my condolences to both sides. I mentioned this on the show yesterday, but here's the reason. So you have a few hundred people get involved, so that's going to justify killing two million? Yeah, is, is that where we're going with this? Let's just wipe out entire Palestine? Let's just kill everybody and carpet bomb it to rubble? It was already a concentration camp, in my opinion. Because of what they did and all the wire that's up and the walls that are up and the, and the restrictions that are up. And now they've, now they've cut off the food and the water and the supplies and the electricity. That's pretty smart from a, from a logistic standpoint. If you starve the people to death and dehydrate them, they can't fight. What a mess. And so now the United States is talking about getting involved in this mess. Why? Because the United States government has a whole bunch of dual Israeli citizens. And if you don't belong and support APAC, the American-Israeli Political Action Committee, you're not going to make it very far in, in the United States. But the Palestinians and the Muslims didn't sign on to this stuff. Iran didn't sign on to this stuff. They didn't do it. They said, no, we're not going to do that. We're going to call it out for what it is. And so they don't play that game. So what do these Kabbalists, Luciferian, Synagogue of Satan have to do? They've got to kill them all. They, they brainwashed us with the Schofield Reference Bible. They took the church out of the loop because of what they did. And I've talked to you about this in length. I'm not going to cover it this morning. But this is where we are right now. So now we're seeing what the international banking community is that started Israel over you know, 100, 200 years ago when they started this whole mess, these machinations behind the scene. We're seeing them now pull out their hand and show us who they really, really are. The problem is, like I said in the beginning of this broadcast, light has come into the world, but the world's preferred the darkness. So we're going to we have a few thousand people get killed. So we're going to kill two million. Sounds like a pretty good ratio to me. I mean, what, what is that? I mean, what, what does that even mean? It, it, now we have the Air Force of the Israeli military and the you know, Israeli Defense Force. And we have the unbelievable massacring of civilians in Gaza. You know, where were those people doing all the stuff now when the hang gliders were coming over across the wall? I'm <laughs> just asking that question. You know, you know, where were the airplanes? Where were all the jets? Could they have scrambled? And this thing went on for hours and hours and hours. Couldn't they have not have scrambled these planes and stopped all of this? Of course they could have. Of course they could have. They didn't want to stop it because they have to have a precipitating incident to justify what they're doing now, destroying people in Palestine, who a lot of them, by the way, are Christians. Just thought I'd mention that to you guys. And so all of this stuff is asymmetrical warfare. The, the, the people in Palestine don't have a chance. House to house machine gunning is what they're doing now. They're going in and wiping everybody out. And before it's over with, they're either going to massively reduce the population of Palestine or have them completely moved and expelled out of that country. They're going to bulldoze the whole mess they've left over there, and they're going to basically use the money that we give them from our tax dollars to do all that. Just thought I'd say that to you guys. And they're going to build beautiful resorts and beautiful homes right on the Mediterranean there. Oh, that's, oh, that's right, but I, I shouldn't think that way. We've covered this all week in let depth. Again, my condolences to the families on both sides that have died and all the women and children that are being bayoneted and shot. God, you know, it's so funny to me. You know, we've heard all of this stuff over and over and over again about World War II and the atrocities that occurred. And there were atrocities that occurred in World War II. I'm not going to try to deny that on both sides. But the reality is 
I thought we were better than that now. I thought we had come further than that now. I thought we had learned through the Geneva Convention, the rules of warfare and the rules of engagement. You don't kill women and children, but apparently they're still on the table to be killed. That's why we have to pray. That's why I prayed with you yesterday on the show that these people over there are right with Jesus because if they're about to go see God, they better get right with Christ really, really fast. And, you know, because God is sovereign. But he has set up his rules of engagement on this planet, and he's given people freedom of will. And as long as the Luciferian synagogue of Satan bunch controls this world like they do right now, this isn't going to be the last time we see this. And we're going to see order out of chaos. They're going to call it, but it won't be order. It'll be slavery under chaos. Why do you think they want to take away your trucks? Why do you think they want to take away your vehicles? Why do you think they can run electrical costs through the roof like they did here a few months ago, unchecked, unbridled, and they can do anything they want? Because they control the money supply. And when you control the money supply, you've got a country by its throat. You can do whatever you want to do because all you have to do is increase the interest rates, contract the money supply. You cause a massive depression, recession immediately, and it destroys the communities and destroys the lending institutions, and it destroys the local, the local uh, businesses and corporations because they can't function anymore. This is how they control the corporations all over the country with loans and working capital if they're not woke enough and they don't push the tranny agenda. We've talked about this so much in depth. It's the same guys all the time. It's the Kabbalist, Luciferian, synagogue of Satan network that controls this planet, period. And if you don't see it, you got to do some more reading. But we got to keep our hearts and minds in Jesus Christ because he is our hope. He is our future. We get all things through Christ who strengthens us. But this is the day the Lord hath made, and I will rejoice and I will be glad in it every single day. And pray for those people over there in the middle of this mess. Also, what do you think, buddy? What's your next story? Yeah, there's definitely, I mean, there's a lot of stuff happening right now. And a lot of it is a, it's atrocities. It's also distractions. It's also designed to keep people focused on certain things and keep them not looking at other things. This is what we've watched repeatedly over the years now with psychological warfare. And the crazy part about in Gaza now, there's an article just came out from, <laughs> from Daily Mail that says, get out now. Israel drops millions of flyers in North Gaza telling 1.1 million people to flee immediately, giving them a 24-hour deadline before they do a full-blown ground assault on Gaza. They're sending in a, they're doing a full ground assault now. I mean, is this, we're talking hundreds of thousands of troops. We're talking Fallujah. We're talking full-blown ground-scale invasion in Palestine. Is that, that what they're going to do? That's exactly what they're going to do. They drop flyers all over the entire country now from airplanes. I mean, the whole place is littered with flyers. The whole place is already in rubble now. They're saying everybody, 1.1 million people are ordered to evacuate immediately. If you do not evacuate, you will be considered an enemy combatant. This is what we did in Fallujah. We told everybody, women and children need to leave. Anyone left in Fallujah, when the Marines invade, they will be considered an enemy combatant and will be engaged immediately. And it was brutal. It was an absolutely nasty bloodbath with the Fallujah invasion. It was supposed to take a couple days, ended up being over 50 days. Numerous, numerous, numerous Marines were killed. Many more were injured, and it was a total nightmare with Fallujah. I've had buddies that went there, that came back from there, that were alive from there, and nobody, nobody I've ever talked to that deployed Fallujah, especially in the first ground invasion, ever has anything positive to say about it, except it was house-to-house gunfighting, and this is pretty much what you're about to see now in Palestine if they do a full-blown ground invasion, which they're saying they're getting ready for this weekend. So just thought you just 
you know, <laughs> lest you think that's not what's about to happen, that's what's about to happen over there. Also, too, in other news, this is interesting as well. American politicians were finding out now why they're so bent on us going to war and basically sending troops on the ground over in, in the Middle East. Now, again, as Afghanistan pullout wasn't bad enough, the politicians are calling for basically a full-blown genocide against Palestine while they're buying up war stocks, which is surprise, surprise, unless you think they're involved in it. This is what we've watched now with the politicians over the years is they start their own problems. They continue to push problems while they're buying up numerous stocks. We watched this firsthand during COVID. We had individuals like Anthony Fauci and other politicians that bought stocks in Moderna and Pfizer, massively stockpiled these stocks bottom dollar prices and then turned around and sold them at the peak. You know, that's why I've said before, we absolutely need political reform in Congress and the Senate. I personally don't think, I think if you're in Congress, you're in the Senate, I don't think you should have any legal right to be involved in stock trading period, because all it does is corrupt you. Now, when you get out after four years or eight years, you can do whatever you want to do. doesn't matter at that point, but this whole no term limits, you just sit and chill there for 40, 50 years. I mean, how does Nancy Pelosi have a net worth of what? $180 million and salary for the Senate's like $175,000 a year. <laughs> Gotta ask that question. How do you amass that much money? We're not talking like she's worth two or three, four million dollars. Talking worth almost a quarter of a billion dollar net worth, her and her husband. How does that happen on a hundred and seventy-five thousand dollar a year salary? Not because you invested a couple times and made a few flips on some real estate, and made a couple dollars. You're talking about serious net worth and assets. Well, that's because they write the laws <laughs> that ban people from doing certain things and certain companies from doing certain things while they're buying up the stocks that they know that are about to shoot through the roof. Just something that's always <laughs> interesting to see with this over the years as we've watched the corruption, no, no scales and no, no limits. And it's exactly what Dad's talking about, the international bankers and what they've done repeatedly. That's what they're doing right now. They're intentionally putting us in a recession. They know exactly what they're doing. They, up, they ran up $7 trillion during COVID, ran inflation through the roof. Now they're running the interest rates through the roof. I mean, I talked to somebody the other day. This is the, av the average car loan now is like 10.5% with excellent credit. 10.5%. That means you go buy a $50,000 truck the first year, you're paying five grand in just interest. The first year, 10% car loan. Mortgage rates were right up there alongside of it. That's why you're seeing the housing market slow down so much. But BlackRock and State Street have not slowed down at all. They've not slowed down one bit on buying up houses all across the country and basically putting in individuals from other countries there now. We're watching this firsthand here in Central Florida. That's one of the reasons why the population growth is growing so rapidly in Central Florida right now. It's not because everybody from New York and California are moving here. Granted, there are a lot of people that are transitioning from those states and want to move here, and they've got their own little issues they're dealing with. I've run into a few of them, but that's not the primary reason why we're exploding in Central Florida. It's because they're intentionally overwhelming the infrastructure in Florida, and now they've put in the bullet train from Miami up to Orlando that's now going to go all the way to Tampa. It's exactly what Dad just said. If you look at the corridor on it, the way the train's going to yep. go, it's going to be exactly the same setup you see in Hunger Games, where they basically have certain districts, major cities, and they let you go to the stops that they choose. You can go to those areas. You can go spend money at Disney. You can go to Tampa, and they can get back on the train. You can go back to where you're going. They do not want people driving. 
period. That's one of the reasons why, in my opinion, I feel like, my opinion, why they have not expanded roadway infrastructure here in Florida and in a lot of other states. That is completely decaying. It's collapsing. Some cases, the traffic is so horrific. Why aren't they expanding anything significantly? Almost like they know there's not going to be a lot of more people on the road over the next five to ten years, that the cars aren't going to continue to expand as far as in sales, like they know something we don't know. Just thought I would throw that out there because this is what they have to do to control the narrative and control the population. It's like I said before, you go have a really reliable 7.3 diesel, you go throw a 100-gallon fuel cell in the back, automatic transfer switch and pump, go giddy up down the road. Go throw a camper on the back. You'll throw a nice little 25, 30-foot camper on the back on a gooseneck or on you know a, a trailer hitch. You literally go anywhere you want in the entire country on minimal amount of fuel. This thing's in great fuel mileage, and you can stop and fill up anywhere you want. That's not okay. The banker boys don't want people having that level of freedom, and that's why you have to be vocal and you have to push back. This is why you don't give up your vehicles. This is why you don't give up your guns. Very, very important section on this because every time, and I've said this before, if the United States ever allows itself to be disarmed, it will be a few short years away from complete and total tyrannical takeover. You think we have some tyranny right now. You think we have some moronic laws. You think we have FBI acting a fool and doing stuff like January 6th. You have seen nothing if the United States allows itself to be disarmed, and I don't think it will personally. I think the weapons – in the United States are so vast. I think the ammunition depots and the caches that a lot of patriots have are so immense. I think the fact that we still have, you know, pre-86 machine guns that a lot of people still have that are basically investment guns now that are still all over the country. I think the fact that you have so many retired military personnel that are back from, you know, high-tier groups and SEALs and Rangers and MARSOC. I think there's a significant fighting force here in the United States, and I think that's why the COVID was such an effective strategy because it was a soft kill. It involved no guns. It involved no bullets. It involved no bombs. People voluntarily lined up and got injected with something that they were told was safe and effective. This is why I told you guys yesterday. Everyone needs to get forwarded the class action lawsuit with Remdesivir. Everyone needs to know about that. It's not getting any coverage whatsoever out in California at all. The PREP Act was one of the most disgusting, vile things that Donald Trump ever allowed to have happen during COVID. The PREP Act literally shielded pharmaceutical companies from any liability unless – they can prove, unless the law, the lawsuit, unless the attorneys can prove that there was deceptive practices involved, intentional deception, and that's exactly what happened with remdesivir. They did not tell anybody that it was going to burn their kidneys out in two to three days. They did not tell them that there was an 80 to 90 percent chance they were going to die if they got put on remdesivir. They did not tell them it was not designed to work on COVID. It was designed to be an Ebola antiviral drug with Gilead and African trials, and it failed. The whole treatment system failed, never even went to market. Then suddenly – it gets emergency use authorization under Fauci as the most safe and effective treatment for COVID. It was a complete and total soft kill. Remdesivir was never designed, nor should it ever been ever, ever allowed to go past clinical trials. And it didn't. That was the whole point of it. It was so dangerous and toxic. There was no useful purpose for the drug. 
until it became standard care in every hospital around the country. And every country got 30, 40, 50, 60, 80, 100,000 dollar bonuses and people died on ventilators. The whole thing was set up. So lest you think that the government and the deep state is telling you the truth about what's really going on in the Middle East, lest you think they're telling you about what's really going on in Ukraine right now, lest you think they're telling you the truth about what's going on with the monetary system and inflation right now, just remember, they told you remdesivir was safe and effective for COVID treatments while they killed millions of people across the country and then said it was COVID-related deaths. Just remember, that's the same government. That's the same medical industry. That's the same physicians that push that narrative. So next time you have a question about medical devices or drugs, do your own research for treatments while they killed millions of people across the country and then said it was COVID-related deaths. Just remember, that's the same government. That's the same medical industry. That's the same physicians that push that narrative. So next time you have a question about medical devices or drugs, do your own research first. Understand a, a listed side effect. So it's very – a very clear question. It's a yes or no question. And the answer is yes. The answer is yes. It's on the insert form. If they tell you no, they're bold-faced lying to you. So again, this is why it's so important to maintain your health and maintain your children's health. Maintain their mental acuity. I've gotten so much positive feedback from the children's back-to-school kit that I put together on the website that basically is just the cod liver oil, DHA, strawberry fish oil, and the ultimate multiple chewable. Those two supplements combined in a childhood's diet, in a child's diet, including stepping away from the high fructose corn syrup and the artificial food coloring, will help out immensely with their behavior. I have had so many parents give me positive feedback on that kit when they stack it with the proper diet and cut foods out. You know, one of our friends, he has a, they have a son. He's like five years old now, and he's super hyperactive, super hyperactive. And they're always like, oh, we don't know what to do with him. He's so hyper all the time. And not just in a good, you know, logical, hyper way, like and it's, just, it's just rambunctious, obnoxious, no controlling whatsoever. A, he doesn't have any discipline. B, he eats food coloring all the time. And I told him, literally, I'm watching the kid eat all his food and dies, and I'm like, you do know all those food colorings that are in that food have been directly linked to hyperactivity. Yeah, well, he likes them. I said, okay, then stop complaining. You either change it or stop complaining. But I don't want to hear you complain about all these behavioral problems while I'm telling you the root cause of what's causing these issues. And you go, well, he likes them. Well, if he decided he liked rat poison too, by the way, are you going to let him eat that? If he goes under the can, over the, under the counter and he finds a can of Raid, he says, hey, this looks like mouthwash. I'm going to spray Raid in my mouth. You're going to go, well, he likes it. He likes eating Raid. It's okay. We're going to let him eat some more Raid because he likes it. Really? Is that the level of parenting that we now have in this country? Because it, it makes me nauseous when I hear parents talk like that. Like everything's fine because the child likes it, so we just let them do what they want. This is the same ideology that's crept into the school systems now that's been allowed to expand with this transgender moronic behavior. Oh, four- and five-year-olds, they decided they want to change their gender. We're going to put them on puberty blockers at eight years old. We're going to start cutting their genitalia off at 14. Hey, because it's science, guys. No, it's perversion. It's barbarism. It goes all the way back to the Canaanite rituals of the exact same things they did back then with the grotesque. That's exactly right. That goes all the way back to that, guys. It hasn't changed. They've just changed the name and made the book. Because it's science, guys. No, it's perversion. It's barbarism. 
It goes all the way back to the Canaanite rituals of the exact same things they did back then with the grotesque. That's exactly right. That goes all the way back to that, guys. It hasn't changed. They've just changed the name and made the book a prettier cover. If they came to you and they said, by the way, these young children, you know, we, we like Canaanite, you know, basically barbarism, satanic ritualistic gender mutilation. We're really into the sick satanic stuff. So we want to allow your chill out to come in here. We want to start cutting them open. Most parents would go, golly, I'm calling the cops on you, sick pervert. Why in the world do I allow you around my child? They go, it's gender affirming care. You don't understand, guys. It's science. It's gender affirming care. Your child, it, he needs gender affirming care. So we're going to go and start slicing and dicing them, start injecting them with hormones. It's, it's science, guys. It's not science. It's perversion. God's made it very clear on that. If you got a question about it, read the Bible. It's very clear cut. What do you think, Dad? You know, you know, Austin, you know, that was an incredible segment. I loved it. Uh, you know, you're right. The ancient Canaanite mutilation rituals, and it's not stopped. It's, it's been it's been with us since that time, thousands of years ago, and all these cults have still continued to do it. And you said something that was really, really important that I kind of thought about. They, you said that the troops coming out of the military will be used to help support the patriot movement in the event that we have a full-blown takeover by the United Nations. We go to a full-blown civil war. Now, I got a comment on that. There's a reason they injected all of these troops. There's a reason they were told if they didn't get injected, they'd be taken out of the military. I personally believe, and I can't prove this one. This is my opinion, which is my right that the troops were probably given a special type of vaccine that would allow some type of interaction with a 5G, 6G system as far as a kill shot to be released into their system in the event that they want to get rid of the troops. Now, I know that's a stretch, but I believe they've already done that with a lot of other people, too, who took the vaccine, you know, because in the nanolipid particle areas. And we've had multiple doctors talk about there's certain payloads in there, like, you know, Marburg virus, et cetera, that can be released. Now, whether any of that's true or not, I don't know, because I haven't seen the actual clinical research and I haven't seen the double blind studies on it. But what I do know is this, that technology is available. And I do know they can hit you with a specific frequency weapon with your DNA and take you out anytime they want. I know they have that technology also. And so they even talked about that in the last James Bond movie that came out. And we need, he's right, Austin's right. We need our second amendment because in the event that this happens in the United States troops come in. Because remember, the, the, the Treaty of, of, of the, the Treaty of uh, Westphala, which was so, so several hundred years ago, it was specifically set up that if a country goes into a civil war, another country can't come in and intervene in that civil war unless invited by the host nation. This is exactly what Abraham Lincoln did. He started bringing in the Hessian troops from other countries and mercenary troops to come in and fight the civil war against the Southerners. They had this incredible supply of these troops coming in, and some of these divisions in Lincoln's army didn't even speak English. They spoke German. They, they were bringing in paid professional soldiers to come in to fight, fight the Southerners, and what happened? It was a war of attrition. The South simply ran out of troops because they all got killed, and again, this whole civil war wasn't fought over slavery. It was fought over states' rights, and it was the Rothschild banking cartel coming in and trying to cut the country in half to introduce the new currency, which Lincoln refused to put in after the Civil War was over or at the end of the Civil War, which is why they had him killed. And always remember, Johnson basically part who took over after Lincoln, he pardoned Albert Pike for war atrocities because Albert Pike was the highest ranking Mason then in the United States. And Johnson was underneath Albert Pike as a ranking Mason. And Albert, and Albert Pike was pardoned. 
And then a huge statue was erected as a Confederate war general, general in D.C. of Albert Pike, a huge Masonic leader. He also wrote, you know, you know, the, the different, uh, you know, the morals and dogma and all the other things that he wrote. All this stuff is, you know, in history, but we have to look at it. And of course, Johnson was impeached. The misplaced thing by one vote, him being taken out of office, because he pardoned a war criminal as a Masonic leader, but they still couldn't get him out. We've never taken a public figure like a president out of office to impeachment. It's never happened once. Though they've been impeached, they couldn't get the votes. And all of this stuff is the machinations behind the scene of these people that are doing all of this stuff. But you know, this is going to be asymmetrical warfare if we have to fight a government that has cluster munitions. I'm just going to be blunt here. It's, going to be, it's not going to be – this ain't going to be pretty if, if this goes to civil war in the United States. It's going to be an awful mess. That's why I don't want that. I absolutely am not encouraging that at all because when you have cluster munitions being blown up you know, 500 or 1,000 feet above your head that drop in all different directions, it's literally impossible to defend against that. Now, it'll be a fight. It'll be a fight behind every blade of grass. It will be that because of our Second Amendment. But the reality is it's going to go on and on and on, and the country as we know it, the world as we know it, will be destroyed. But, and now if they want, out of chaos will come their new world order. It's like Austin said, and I said this a couple of years ago when it was really dark, and I was being really careful when I said it. I said there's a reason that they're shutting down the economic world engine. There are a reason that they're shutting down the production of vehicles, and could that reason be that they know that the population here will not be able to support the amount of vehicles that are already on the road, and they're going to go ahead and decrease production because they're going to kill a bunch of people? And I thought when I said that, I remember I said that on the show, and Austin goes, man, that's dark, Dad. I said, I know it is. It's really, really dark. But here's the thing. They've injected 80% of the population now with a shot that's been shown to kill people. Now, I'm not making that up. That's just a fact. They've, they've said they've injected 80% of the world's population. Well, there's only 10% or 20% left in the world. What's that going to bring it down to a couple billion people? You know, one point something billion, two billion, whatever, whatever the math does on that. And there, isn't their stated goal that used to be up there, you know, you know, in our American Stonehenge, which has just been destroyed, 500 million population on the global planet? 500 million? Wasn't that the goal? So be very, very careful with what you think and what you wish and realize that these people aren't playing just for blood. They're playing for your very soul. This is not this is not a game to them. You know, we all want to sit back and, you know, you know, not me, but a lot of people want to watch Kim Kardashian to see how big her buttock implants are this month or how big her breast implants are this month. And we say, oh, wow, look at so and so and how how cool they are. No, 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 wait a minute. Stop for a second. That's not what's happening in the real world. That's the fake world they put in front of us for us to be distracted. You know, who cares about Joe Brad, Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie? Who cares about these people? Who cares about this stupid royal family family whose great great grandfather, Prince Charles, was Vlad the Impaler, Count Dracula? Who do you really care about those people? Why are they put into the media all the time? And that's what they always do. They put these people in. Look at look at Will Smith now, and you know, and his wife. He's the perfect example of a cuckold male. She treats him like absolute dirt all the time publicly, and yet he takes it all, takes it all, takes it all, takes it all. It's sad to me. It really is. We weren't, we weren't designed for this by God. It was Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve, period. We were designed to be with a woman, a men were, and women were designed to be with a man. And, and we were supposed to be together and cleave ourselves one another and have incredible life together. They want all of that destroyed because that was of God. What we have now is of the devil. I love you guys. I appreciate you. Austin, finish it up, and I'll continue to pray for you. I had a great prayer for you this morning. 
You're exactly right. That's why they've pushed this perversion, especially in the younger generation now, too, with these kids. They're going younger and younger and younger and younger. And as I told you before, the problem with this is once you start taking a child at that age, and I've understood this from marriage and family and childhood psychology in college, you start developing norms. You start developing conscious ideas that are basically the normal, that children start thinking this is the normal reality we're in. It's nothing abnormal. This is what we're used to every day. You know, we have 10 children in our class that are transgender. This is normal. There's nothing to be said about it. It's just normal behavior. They're doing that intentionally to corrupt these young children. So when they get older, the level of perversion we're going to see at that point in time, nothing's even going to phase them. Nothing's even going to shock them. They're literally just going to go, oh, that's normal. I've been looking at that my whole life. I've been dealing with that my whole life. Nothing abnormal here. That's why they're doing it. That's why you got to protect your kids. Keep them in church. Make sure you know who's around them, who they're exposed to, and keep them off the social media. That is a huge thing. And by social media, I mean all of it. I mean YouTube and Netflix and all these other crazy shows and stuff that they have on there. They're all designed to indoctrinate these young kids, my friends. Thank you for the support today. Thank you for this week. It's been an intense week of shows. If you need anything, you know where to get a hold of us. Healthmasters.com gives you this show an hour every day with no commercials. So thank you for supporting Health Masters. Chat box is live today. Email us if you need anything. Call us 1-800-726-1834. Be sure to check out multiple kits that I have on sale right now. The high blood pressure, or excuse me, the basic blood pressure kit I have there on sale. Also, too, we have the basic immunity kit and also the healthy testosterone support kit. Great stack. Really, really popular. Be sure to check it out on sale right now at healthmasters.com. Have a blessed, safe, awesome weekend, my friends. Stay strong, stay healthy, have some fun. We'll talk to you again Monday as always. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network.